Hey moms, it's Dorinda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, nana to seven, and 26 year veteran homeschooling mom. Today I'm hoping to bring just a little bit of perspective. I know that over the last 20 months, I can't tell you how many times I have lost perspective with all that's been going on in the world around us. And um, it's just really been on my heart to share some things that I feel like the Lord wants to remind us of. Um, I think the first thing that I really want to encourage you in is to just let you know that you are not responsible for the events that have happened um, or are happening around us in the world and uh, in our own country and in our culture. I think it's easy to forget that God is sovereign. Um, these things that are happening, they are events. Um, and, and by definition, events are, you know, they're big things. Um, they involve lots of people. But we have to remember that biblically speaking, God is sovereign over every event that happens. You know, so many times, I think as moms, we struggle with, we want to do something like we want to fix it because we want to fix it for our kids. We want their future to be um, to be sure and to be steady and to be um, safe and secure. And that's a wonderful desire to have. But at the end of the day, we actually can't give that to our kids. We can be part of that process as we teach them and train them and disciple them and ground them in the word. But at the end of the day, that safety and that security can only come from the Lord. And so we want to make sure that we're not um, sending a message to our kids um, that not that we don't do things, not that we don't vote properly, not that we don't, if God puts something in front of us to do, um, to make a difference or to, you know, impact the culture or whatever, um, we should do that. You know, I think we have responsibility in that respect. But at the end of the day, these 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 huge events that are happening, they're not on our shoulders. They are on the shoulders of God. And I think that sometimes as women, we tend to, and especially as moms, we tend to try to shoulder that. We don't have the strength for that. There is no way that we can shoulder that. Only God can shoulder it. His shoulders are broad and strong and mighty. And everything that's happening, you know, you see a lot of negative things happening, a lot of scary things happening. But we have to remember that everything, you know, yes, Satan is the God of this world, but he is on a leash. And we need to plant our feet firmly on the word of God and who he is. And so just, I just want to encourage you that God is truly sovereign over all of these things. But we do have responsibilities. And our main responsibility right now is for the duties that God has put in front of us, raising our children and homeschooling them. Okay, never forget that. I, I, I keep what keeps coming to my mind all the time is I can't imagine trying to be a mother, much less a homeschooling mother without Jesus, you know, because <laughs> I can't do it without him. I, 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 I guess the, the other thing is, I mean, not only does he empower us and strengthen us and um, make us, you know, is made strong in our weakness because we know we're weak, right? We see it. We, we see it often when we're homeschooling and mothering our kids, but we know that he's made strong in our weakness, but we also know that um, 
that these duties that he's put in front of us are from him. They are a gift from him and they, they matter. Like, and every single thing we do, and this is the beautiful, again, the beautiful thing about following the Lord and knowing him is that every diaper we change, every nose we wipe, every math lesson we do counts it counts because God sees it, okay? Even if no one else sees it, even if it's not out there displayed on the front page of the paper or somewhere on the internet, who cares? The God of the universe is paying attention and he is honoring and will honor the work that is in front of you to do as you do it faithfully to him. We do our duties, we leave the results up to him. And that is a very freeing place to be. It's really a place of contentment. I've been thinking and praying a lot about contentment, and I may share some things at another point in time about that. But really, God calls us to contentment, and that that contentment is the definition of contentment is a deep satisfaction in the will of God. And we know that these events that are going on around us for whatever reason, they are part of the will of God. They're part of a big, um, big, bigger plan and a bigger purpose. It's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day of it and really, uh, really begin to be fearful. And so again, my hope is to bring some perspective today. You are raising the next generation. The enemy would love nothing more than to distract you from that. And I find it interesting because all throughout scripture, um, God pays attention to families. He pays attention to and he gives instructions to us as parents. And one of the places that he does this um, that I think is really fascinating is back in Jeremiah when the people of Israel went into exile. Okay, so this is not a good scenario, right? This is like all hope would seem lost. It would seem as though um, there's no coming back from this. We are going into exile. Okay, so there's a there's kind of some of that similar feeling right now as we're watching what's going on around us. But what does God tell his people to do in Jeremiah as they go into exile? He tells them, he tells them, get married, have children, build your houses plant your gardens. In other words, keep doing those things that you are called to do as a believing um, husband, wife, and family. Keep doing those things because God is going to use those things to change the world because he is going to expand his kingdom and he will take over the world. We are part of that. And as we raise our children, to that end, God uses us to, to um, bring that plan to fruition. We are very much a part of a very big, very wonderful plan. I think a lot about how, um, you know, if you look at a tapestry, I did this the other day with my son. I was explaining to him just the work that God does in us and how it, so often it feels messy um, and, and it's like a tapestry. If you look at the back of a tapestry, all you see are all the threads that look really chaotic and unorganized. And you can kind of sort of make some sort of, you know, uh, order of the chaos, but it's really hard. 
but you flip it over and it is beautiful and it is intricate. And that is exactly what God is doing right now, I believe, in our hearts as moms, as we mother and homeschool our kids, and in our husbands as we as we walk out our lives, um, as they walk out their lives as husbands and fathers in the church and in the world. God is always working and he's very, very intentional. So we need to pay attention and fully engage in our responsibilities and our duties to raise the next generation and cooperate with the sanctifying work that God is doing in our hearts through that. Is it fun all the time? No. It is not. But what does the scripture say? It says all discipline seems like hard at the time, but eventually it it produces amazing, wonderful fruit. And I can just tell you as a mom who's, you know, this many years down the road, having seven kids graduated and have having built a strong, not perfect, but a strong family life as the Lord led. I am seeing fruit upon fruit upon fruit. It's blowing my mind, really, because I can't, I just think, you know, while I was doing it, um, it was really in the trenches. It felt like so much. And I thought, how can so much good possibly happen from this? But yet God says it will happen. And now I'm getting to experience a lot of that. Now I'm investing and sewing and doing hard work in other areas now in this season, It is a continued investment in my family. It just looks different. And so I'm having to learn all those lessons that I learned while the kids were growing up. I'm having to relearn them, not not completely, but apply them, really, these principles to this new season. Um, But I've got them to apply. And so I'm, I'm so grateful for that. God is a gracious and merciful God. So he is working in our hearts, moms. He is sanctifying us, making us more like him through motherhood and through homeschooling. So you're just responsible for that. And of course, when it comes to the things that are going on in the world, we're responsible to, for how we respond to those things. Are we going to respond in fear? Are we going to react in fear? We have a choice to re- react in fear or respond in faith. And I guess my question to you today is, will you put your trust fully in him to provide no matter what you're facing, because we know that all that's going on in the world is affecting us. Some of it doesn't, but some of it affects us on a very personal level. If we're facing, uh, husbands are facing layoffs for um, for work because of, you know, not being willing to comply to certain unconstitutional things and, and just... Um, these things are actually reaching out and touching us as uh, on a very personal level. So my point is we're responsible for how we respond to that. Are we responding prayerfully? Are we responding in trust? We can't do that on our own. We have to do that um, with the Lord's strength. And we're only going to have that if we're in his word and we're, we're making a practice of trusting him in the little things that we face day in and day out. So I, my encouragement to you today would be stop trying to take everything in from out here and deal with it. Instead, push it back out, those those events and those things that God is sovereign over and that he is in control of. 
We don't have to try to be in control of them. We just need to entrust them to God who is worthy of our trust and then um, be faithful and fully 100% engaged with what God has put in front of us to do, trusting that he's going to use it for the kingdom of God. And so one of the ways that I want to encourage you in that is to read Isaiah 42 verses 4 through 8. It's talking about God and his faithfulness and um, how he's using Jesus and the gospel to bring uh, change, how he brings and transforms change, how he transforms and brings change through Jesus. So listen up. Verse four says, he will not falter or lose heart until justice prevails throughout the earth. Our God is not going to give up until all justice has been accomplished, okay? He is faithful to finish what he started. So he will not falter or lose heart. We might lose heart. That verse in, in a Psalm that says, Psalms that says, my heart and my flesh, they fail me, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He will not falter or lose heart until justice prevails throughout the earth. Even distant lands beyond the sea will wait for his instruction. It's all under his his care and his sovereignty. God, the Lord, created the heavens and stretched them out. He created the earth and everything in it. He gives breath to everyone, life to everyone who walks the earth. And it is he who says, and he is speaking to Jesus in this passage, I, the Lord, have called you, Jesus, to demonstrate my righteousness. I will take you by the hand and guard you. I will give you to my people, Israel, that's us. We are part of Israel. We've been grafted in as a symbol of my covenant with them. God has a covenant with us that he will keep. He promises to preserve his people, his church. He will do that. Um, and then it goes on to say, and you will be a light to guide the nations. You will open the eyes of the blind. You will free the captives from prison, releasing those who sit in dark dungeons. Only Jesus can set the captives free, both the captives out here and in our own hearts. God wants to set us free from fear. He wants to set us free from worrying about what other people think. He wants to set us free from um from not being able to trust him, okay? He is the one. Jesus is the one who sets us free. The gospel is the main focus here. So Jesus is the one who sets us free. He does the work that only he can do in our hearts. Then he goes on to say, I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to anyone else, nor share my praise with carved idols. Moms, we don't want to share his praise in our own hearts with any other idols, any other gods, the gods of uh, this world. We shove them aside and we want to worship him alone. And we do that by keeping him front and center as we walk out our roles as wives and moms and homeschooling moms. So will you put your trust fully in him to provide? I encourage you to do that today. I would also encourage you to go to uh, my podcast if you would like more encouragement like this. If you put in Grace for a Mom's Heart or Unhurried Grace in the search bar on the podcast page, 
there are a whole bunch of devotions in there, little short 10-minute devotions just for you uh, to encourage your heart from day to day. Many of them, several, about 31 of them, I read uh, directly from my devotional that I wrote specifically for homeschool moms called Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. So I hope you're encouraged today. Moms, be faithful. God is worthy of your trust. This God who sent his only son to die for us and then to rise again and conquer sin and death so we could we could go boldly into the throne room of God to find grace and mercy to help us in our time of need. He wants you to run to him. He wants you to invite him into the chaos that sometimes erupts in our homes, right? Stop, grab your kids, bow your head and pray and ask the Lord to come and be present. And you'll be doing several things when you do that. Um, You will calm everybody else down because they have to be quiet when you're doing that. You'll calm your own self down as you cry out to the Lord in prayer. You'll invite God's presence into your house and you will show your children that they don't have to be perfect in order to go to the Lord. They can invite God to come in and help clean up the mess. Um, And he loves to do that. You're showing them a very real, authentic, loving, accessible God. And that's what we want to do as moms. So I'm going to just bow in a word of prayer real quickly and pray over you today. Lord, we thank you for our children. We thank you for the privilege of raising them for you. We thank you for the privilege of loving them and of teaching them about you, Lord, their maker. You are their creator, God. You made them each unique and you made our families unique. Help us to walk in faithfulness to obeying what you're telling us to do today, Lord, to walk faithfully in the duties that you've given us, Lord. We could walk out our duties just doing our duties, but the joy comes because we know you and we know that everything we do counts because you are a loving God who has made everything we have to offer a beautiful um, incense before you, God. And so, Lord, I pray a blessing over every mom who's listening today and over every household. I ask that you would fill their homes with your peace and your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 